Hi. <laughs> Thank you for coming on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Cindy is a model mm-hmm. and she's like an OG Tumblr girl. <laughs> You've definitely seen like 200 photos of Cindy <laughs> without probably even knowing. Am I? Honestly, sometimes I'm like, I don't pop up on my own. Like, <laughs> well, over the years, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I've seen so. so many photos of you on Tumblr really? before. Yeah, like there's the knife one of you. There's like, one, oh my God. Like, that one I've seen a bunch. Um, the one, like the iconic ones of you, like from like years ago. Like the webcam. Yeah. Like, like photos. Oh my yeah. God. I actually remember those photos. Like back in the day, uh, photo booth photos were like such a thing and I didn't really have that much money. So I would take them with like one of those, like, remember those like uh, webcams that you mm-hmm. could buy and like put on your like computer, like your desktop. Like for twitching kind of almost. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of like I had one of those and I put it on my laptop and then I would like, like photo booth was like pinkier so I would like edit it pink <laughs> so that it looked like it was taken on photo booth <laughs> you're a very good like creative director almost oh, I was actually at a party the other day um and me and Devin were talking about your Instagram photos Wait, we were like Devin? Carlson. Carlson yeah because like um we were looking on Instagram and literally like just feed or whatever and like one of your photos came up where it was for aloe yoga we're like this is for a brand deal like <laughs> what the fuck we talked about it for like 30 minutes Wait, like, really? this is crazy <laughs> like this is the coolest and I remember like you're a very good editor like you know like you actually know how to use all the programs and yeah. you taught yourself how to use all the programs I think it honestly has to do with like the fact that like I always like drew and like painted when I was yeah. younger so then I think they're kind of like the same. Like I think makeup or like painting or like anything like that. It's kind of about seeing what's there. It's just kind of like you just see what needs to be worked on. Kind of like shadowing on like a drawing. I definitely like getting creative on Instagram. And like I, I've been getting more into photography is like, like time goes by and realizing that I actually really like that. And that it might be like one of the things that I like more about like social media. Over in quarantine, I like gained weight and then like, just wasn't getting as much modeling, like, uh, jobs, and it honestly made me sad, because I, I had so much fun, like, shooting, and, like, doing creative things, and then it wouldn't really happen, and it got to a point where I was like, you know what, like, I'll just shoot it myself, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm just gonna do it, <laughs> like, no I, one wants to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> I feel like if you didn't look the way that you do, you would be, like, a pro behind the camera person like you would just know exactly what to do you would be a great photographer or a great editor or just like have a creative eye in uh-huh. that but because you. you're just like fucking so hot that you <laughs> you you also can be the product so you're like wait like I'm being forced to be the product and everyone else's creative way that they see me and like yeah. I'll do it and I do a good job but you're like I can also do it myself completely one-man show yeah I mean I remember whenever I would shoot I would always be like like wanting to give the photographer like an idea or like whatever and you know how like when you're on set there's sometimes like the people on set are like really like friendly and like really down to hear everything and sometimes like the people that you're working with are like I like I'm the genius here like don't tell me what to do so I would notice that like every time that would happen I would get frustrated because I was like oh like I think I have a good idea like I think we should do this yeah so Yeah, definitely. I honestly think that, like, being on set also has really helped me to, like, know how to, like, I can create those type of things myself and, like, do it in, like, an effective way. If I hadn't been modeling, 
I wouldn't know how to set up lights or set up like stuff for myself and take the photos that I take. Do you set up lighting and do that all? Like I literally built a whole studio in my apartment. Like I have a mounted backdrop with it and I have like a white backdrop, a red backdrop. Over the past year, like I've realized I just really, really like photography and I just really want, really want to try it out. I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to fully commit myself to this. And then I like built a studio in my apartment so that I can, like, I don't have an excuse not to do it, you know? When you say fully commit, do you mean, like, can you see yourself this this kind of photography element carrying on into another part of your career? I, I definitely want to explore it more. I, I don't know if it's, like, what I'm going to do, like, later in life. I want to do it more than I'm doing it right now. And I definitely want it to be a bigger part of my life. And I want to get better and do more of it. I think that I just like being creative, you know? Like, I think I just, like, have fun, like, creating, like, scenarios. I have so many things that, like, I like artistically. Like, I don't necessarily think that, like, photography is, like, the one thing that I'm, like... But I definitely like that I can just, like, make it into what I want it to be. You have kind of, like, a tool belt that not many people have. You can play and put on all these hats. Can you see certain jobs where you're like, I could do that really well? Because you do know how to do a lot more than, like, an (laughs) average model. You know what I mean? So you could do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You used to just kind of do modeling. And then you're like, wait, like, I can do this, 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 and this. So you started to do that. But where do you kind of, like, see it snowballing? I kind of just really like everything like I'm like I'm an actor in school right now and like I really want to like direct in the future like I want to get back into YouTube and I knew that I liked YouTube because I spent so much time on it so I was like oh like I definitely want to do it but then while I was doing it I was just trying to do whatever else I saw everyone else doing and I was like oh like this is what I have to do and then I didn't really like it and now that I'm exploring more of like my photography and stuff like that I'm like I can just do YouTube and like create it into like however I want it and like I want to do it in a like really artistic way. I like being creative and I like, like I would love to like direct in the future, but I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen for me. <laughs> like, Wait, why? why not? I, I don't know. The sky Maybe I is dream the too big. No, no. <laughs> but no. honestly, sometimes you have to believe in yourself and no, like yes. you have to like, you're the only one that's going to be Dude, if you actually wanted to be a director, you could, and you will. You know what I mean? You just have to say to yourself that. Yeah. And not give yourself, like, an, an option for it not to. That's literally the only thing that's getting in your way if you actually set your mind to i will be a director like you have everything at your fingertips and disposal like you totally could you shouldn't <laughs> say that you sh- couldn't like I, you should really i just really- am such an insecure person yeah. i'm just like like sometimes i think that i can really do something and then i'm like but can i you know like, like something self-doubt? in my head is like maybe you can't do it maybe you're just like like thinking too big of yourself but I mean, I definitely think that it's, like, you have to just bet on yourself and be your biggest fan. And then, like, even if you're not the best through, like, trying and, like, wanting to get better, you will get better. But Think about, though, like, if there was another person's consciousness inside of you who was, like, a total, like, winner, I'm going to get this, I'm going to do it she would do it, right? Yeah. So, like, the only thing that, like, you don't possess that's getting you to the place you want to go is, like, how you're yeah. viewing yourself. Yeah, it's definitely just but that. that. But that's the answer. So it's not like, oh, am I good enough? The answer is, yeah, you are. You have actually, you, out of other people who are feeling the same way, have, like, millions of people validating that exact question that you asked. The only thing that's getting in your way, which I know is so hard to shift, it really is, is, like, your view on yourself. But that... 
but that is the answer is like you are good enough to do pretty much anything you want to do you just have to tell yourself that yeah I mean I think that honestly is like the hardest part of like getting yourself to actually like like pursue something in life you know like like there's a lot of interests that people have throughout their lives and you just have to like get yourself to a point of view where you're like oh no like I'm gonna do this like I I got this and I'm gonna do it and I mean I completely agree with you I definitely think it's a hard mindset to get to for some people I think it comes easier for some other people it definitely doesn't come easier for me I think it honestly probably has to do with like the responsibility that I feel like I have in life like taking care of my mom so I feel like I can't really like branch off like experiment with different things because I just get scared because I'm like well I have to like take care of my mom so I can't mm-hmm. really like risk. take care of her in what way like emotionally no I like I provide for my mom and like I like yeah take care of my mom fully and like I take care of myself I don't really have anything else to fall back on so it makes me like it's just me and my mom and my mom depends on me so it makes me feel like I like can't really like um risk that much so I think that's definitely it has a lot to do on like why I don't try to do certain things that I just really really want to do yeah but gotta get myself to the mental place (laughs) to just go for it every single old person that I ask like and I've seen so many YouTube videos of this exact thing of like the one advice like old people have to kids that are young and have their whole life ahead mm-hmm. of them is follow your dreams yeah just every single it. one says yeah. the same thing and so there there has to be something to that like yeah. I, they're wiser to, than me because I'm I feel like I was the same as you and like just self-doubt and just like you should get out of it and like it's, <laughs> I'm mad that you're, you, like, you're not on. there because you would literally like take over the world <laughs> <laughs> and like that's why I'm like we're gonna get no I'm not even kidding we're not leaving here <laughs> until you change your idea of yourself. But no, but I, I really, I really understand you like more, more than you think, I think, because like my view of myself was so cripplingly low, but like fear of regret, because like, what if like, we're like 30 years old and like this window that we had when we were like 21 and 22 or whatever, of like when we had it all at our fingertips like it doesn't matter if you don't believe in yourself right now like get over it start believing yourself look at all these other girls that do it you know like I see so many girls and I'm sure like same with you like that just like have it you know like they just like know that they They just go do it yeah and they they don't they I'm sure they have moments of that they doubt themselves but they they don't let it affect them beyond yeah they work through it they They like are like oh like it's a learning lesson I definitely think I actually was like having a conversation yesterday and I think even if it's not something like I think for some people it comes like easier and like just naturally but I think it's something that eventually you learn in life and like you definitely have to like just get over it. Also like life is not that serious and like everything that you're scared of like isn't really like that big of a deal you know probably like when it comes to like not trying out things. At least for me most of the time it's like my ego and like my fear of like not being good at like what I want to try out but like if you're not good then you just keep trying and you just get better so yeah definitely will try (laughs) also something that prevented me from like with that stuff with you just saying like if you're not good like get better like 
trying something and like you're shitty at it like something i've realized is all those people that were like naturally like naturally good at stuff they just did it yeah secretly they just, hard. <laughs> they just yeah. did it secretly and yeah. you, they got better at it and then you, we to the naked eye are just like wow these people are so good at that but it's yeah. like they've put a lot of time and no one is na- like yes there's out like crazy outliers who are naturally good at some things but like naturally good at like modeling were the kids that like did it secretly practice yeah. and were got good at it for example so like you will be shitty at everything you first initially try for a short period of time until yeah. you get over that and you just improve and improve and improve honestly sometimes also like ambition can be talent because like someone that like honestly like oh like maybe you think that i'm really good at photography and maybe like you don't think this other person's as good of of at photography as me but they have more ambition they're more willing to try and go and get out there they'll get more things than me that i'm just sitting here and like oh like being too scared to even try so i think that if you're hard working it will make up for like anything that you think that you don't have you know well that's what i mean by kind of like if someone else's consciousness was inside you like a really like winning consciousness of like one of those go-getters that's like i will get there no matter what like if that person was inside like me or you like I'm trying now to like build that to make it be me and like I've been honestly successful over quarantine to do that like I've seen like a really random shift but it's literally it's only about the mindset that you have like if you have a winning go-getting attitude of like I will I don't care if I fail like whatever I'm going to just chase this I don't care what it looks like like if I fail I'm just going to do it and no one's going to stop me. You'll, you'll get there. Or if you're reaching here, you might get here, but if you're reaching here, you're not doing it. You're never going to get there. You know, definitely. (laughs) I gotta go. (laughs) What kind of things do you feel like when you like think to yourself, like, I can't do it. Like, what are you saying to yourself? Like, what's the fear? My biggest fear is like, just, uh, like failing just because I, like, before I, like, worked and, like, I did social media, I just lived such a different life with me and my mom. Like, we just didn't really have money. Like, it was just really, really different. And I just get really scared of, like, getting there again. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you won't ever be in that <laughs> That's position That's what everyone again. says, but I just get so scared, get you know? It, yeah. like, it doesn't really make sense. I actually go to therapy to deal with it because they literally, <laughs> like, my therapist will be like, but none of this shit makes sense i'm like but what if (laughs) and she's like but i'm telling you you're fine (laughs) but i think i just like really have fear of like my childhood and like just getting back into like the place that i was so i just think i'm at a point where i'm like oh i just don't want to take any risk and not like uh fuck it up yeah I just don't want to fuck it up and then I'll I'll just like not really risk things my mom just had such a bad life for so long that I'm like wow like at least she's fine now so I just kind of like I'm like I kind of prioritize that sometimes yeah I mean that makes sense but you won't ever be in that position. I know me not saying that isn't going to do shit, especially if you're already in therapy for it (laughs) (laughs) but I mean in terms of like try like being scared to try, you know, like and or being scared to fail, it won't take away success that you've already made for yourself. Like if you 
if you try like to act or whatever and you do a bad job like it's not like it's gonna take away your whole instagram and modeling i just think like social media is so unreliable it's so scary it's just so (laughs) weird you know like it's like a weird world to live in like i grew up like having a fan account for somebody else Mm -hmm. and like i really like understand like how people's mindsets work like before moving here I was on social media but like I was just on social media as myself and like my friendships or relationships weren't public and then when I moved here everyone knew who I was hanging out with who I wasn't hanging out with what was going on or would draw like assumptions and then it just took such a big like pull on my like mental health it made me scared to live my in real life life Because I was like, well, if I fight with somebody, they'll just, like, draw all these crazy conclusions and, like, just make me into, like, a fucking demon. And then I just, like, I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know what the fuck is going on, you know? Like, I'm (laughs) like, like, it's not even what the fuck they're saying. Like, so I had never really, like, experienced, like, a, like, bad side of it. And then once I did, it really scared me. I take everything too hard and then I'll just be so traumatized for so long. Well, that's like the hard part of like fame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is people caring what you do now. And that was like your first taste of it. And you're like, I don't like this. Yeah. I was like, just wait, straight up. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't even know how to fix it. <laughs> I just used to think that like everyone on social media just really knew who I was. Cause like I your just fans. Would- yeah, like, I would I would just be so open and just talk so much and, like, not really be scared of, like, anyone, like, twisting anything because it hadn't happened before. And then it, like, did. And I was like, oh, like, I didn't know this was going to happen at all because I just really thought that, like, everyone, like, knew how I was. And it also used to be my safe space because I grew up and, like, I didn't really have friends. I used to move a lot. And, like, I just had a fan account for, like, literally so many years on Twitter. Who, you know? Was it for Rihanna? Is that who? I, I don't want to say who it was for. <laughs> I'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible, by the you way. You have to cut it out. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, that's amazing. Yeah. What, a, what a turnaround. Yeah. Wait. Sometimes, like, the shit they, they say, I'm like, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> like I saw this crazy thing being, like, Cindy's an escort. She got in the car with Little Nas X. Cindy's a what? An escort. Okay. She got in a car with Little Nas X, and I was like, Little Nas is gay. I'm first like, of all, I've just never met the man. <laughs> like, I'm like, I've just literally, I'm like, like it makes me really anxious to like sometimes say something that like it just generally don't mean like a bad intention whatsoever, and then like it's turned like it's turned into like something else so I just try to like be really clear with what I mean now just don't ever try to mess up I like I like I have always tried to be really educated on everything really open to hear if I've done anything wrong now society is thankfully like becoming more like aware more open more accepting but we grew up in a society that wasn't. And, like, there's, like, internalized things that we don't even re- realize. Like, I was just saying the other day, I'm, like, sometimes I, I won't realize that some, something that I do is, like, internalized misogyny against myself. And then I'm, like, wait. What do you mean? Like, like eating disorders and women. Like, all of these things that we, like, sometimes don't even realize that, like, it's because we live in, like, a society that has been set up for women to, like, 
be a certain way and for men to be a certain way and women have been viewed as objects and like it's certain things that like I just before didn't even like 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 have a grasp on I think if you come on the internet and you have an open mind and like are down to hear what other people are saying like you can learn a lot uh, but I think it's definitely scary to, like, have possibly, like, fucked up. Do you think the internet has hurt your confidence or helped it? I think it's definitely hurt my confidence. Yeah, I, I can't even begin to explain all the different ways. I think just being able to see so many things all the time is not good. Like, with photography, I could be working on a photo and be like, damn, like, this is amazing. And then, like, go online and see another photographer and be like, oh, my God, this is so much better. Like, I wish I had done that. And then I just, like, don't even feel good about my things when, like, my things were so great. I don't think our brains are made to, like, be taking in this much information all the time. Especially about, like, what you look like and stuff. Like, yeah. comments and things like that. Sometimes, like, I just know people and I, I don't really realize, like, the image that they have online. And then, like, I look online and I'm like, wow, like, this is so crazy. Like... Like, we just portray such a different, like, version of ourselves on social media sometimes. And, like, not even, like, realizing it. And, like, just honestly meeting people and, like, realizing that, like, they're not, like, perfect human beings all the time. Luckily, we're, like, around, like, most of the people we see on social media. And we know that, like, not everybody's perfect. I remember when I lived in Spain and I would just see everything. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I could never be like this. <laughs> But now I know that we just put the best versions of ourselves up on social media. And I think you just have to kind of keep that in, like, the back of your head. I definitely don't think that, like, we should be looking at social media all day. I I just don't even think our brains can handle it, honestly. We've, like, technically humans have stopped evolving. Like, we stopped evolving. Yeah. We'll we'll become enlightened and, and get more information. But, like, physically, we have stopped evolving. Our brains are not equipped to handle this much comparison I don't think and it's giving everyone anxiety and like and there's numbers to back that up because it's true like everyone kind of just feels worse yeah you know and it's like this weird like technology wave that we're riding up that I think scares a lot of people and then like people who like us who are so immersed in it like kind of like 10 years ahead of the people that will be in as engaged in their phones as we are already now yeah. we already see how detrimental it can be yeah. to how it makes you feel and just having your worth and like who you are like now have like a number attached to it yeah. and like that's like there's like black mirror episodes on like yeah. kind of exactly that of like yeah. because we know that's where it's heading like there's already apps being created where people now keep a like a credit score of like interaction interactions you've had with them which scares the shit out of me but, wait really yeah i was talking to this one person this summer who is a professional poker player and he was um he's like like a, exactly like the one black uh, and literally black i said that episode. to him i was like don't do this don't do this because it's scaring me i don't like this and he was just like it was it was with the intent of for business like in, within business so if you owned if you worked in like finance whatever it is you would have a business page mm -hmm. and it would be a way of seeing who is a good person to negotiate in business who's a fair person and it, it like obviously these things start off with good intentions like twitter start off with the yeah. intention, let's start a conversation you know like, <laughs> and then it just turns into something else so like that the intention was to see and to 
encourage good behavior but (laughs) i know (laughs) that that shit is going to get really scary fast because you think that social media is a bubble and that it will eventually like we won't be using it uh, like we will use it to the max and then it'll blow out because if you look at human history we kind of have done that with like every new thing that we had but do you think it's a bubble (laughs) that will die out the thing is, honestly, no. And, like, I wish that was the answer, like, deeply to my core. I wish I could, like, honestly say to myself, I think this will pass because then I'd have some relief as well. <laughs> but, like, I don't. Okay. I, I really think that this is going to be the future, unfortunately. I think that it's, like, that even, like, right now we're in a very interesting time of, like, now TikTok people are, like, very, very famous. And, like, these are the new celebrities. Like, I've talked about this on other podcasts. But, like, it's very interesting to me to see this because they're, like, more, like, relevant than, like, even the Kardashians. Like, they have more engagement and stuff like that because people care. They're very much invested into these TikTokers for for whatever reason. And I see this becoming the future. I see people getting famous like that more and more and more. And I think that those – it's going to – it's going to shift media and I, I can see kids growing up wanting to be famous more and more and more versus than it but was But once everybody's ago. famous, who's famous? Well, that's, we're already kind of there. Like everyone's like famous in some way. Like whether it's like you have, you're the one person with like 10 K at your school and like that's famous, yeah. you know, everyone has everyone in their hometown has somebody that like has a little bit, whether it's like they're 25 on Tumblr or like this on their Twitch stream, like everyone's tapped into this and buying into this social media game of who can make money and who can do this and who can do that. That's another aspect of why I don't think social media is going to go away is because there's such a big price tag that benefits from it. I mean, it, it definitely won't go away, but I wonder if, like, the amount of attention... I mean, honestly, probably, because, like, newer generations are just, like, introduced to it right away. And that's probably why these, like, TikTokers have so much attention is, like, they appeal to, like, a way younger demographic. And, like maybe the Kardashians are more famous in the real world, Mm -hmm. but the people that are on their phones, there's way more kids that are like young and using their phones 24 seven because that's the reality they live in. I always wonder what like reality was back in the day when we like didn't have our phones. Like I sit in my room and I'm like, damn, like people before would just read a book. Like they (laughs) wouldn't pick up their phone. And it's so insane that you just have this like little device and you can just look into the entire world with it. Yeah. It's a whole other world. Yeah. The one thing, like, that I do find interesting about, like, social media and TikTok and all of this kind of thing, which I kind of like, is it's the first time, like, that the people of the world get to decide who's famous. You know, it's not Hollywood I think Hollywood that's interesting, anymore. too. But I wonder if it really is like that. Like the Instagram egg, like someone was behind that, you know? Oh, like the most And like the people photo. didn't choose it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the, that was fed into the people. And it's kind of scary. Have you seen The Social Dilemma? Mm-hmm. I met with someone that like worked at one of these like social media companies. And he was telling me that like it's not as much on our hands as we may think. I also think it's different because like the internet and algorithms create your own bubble for you so like yeah like you're gonna think that whoever person's famous and your own bubble we kind of have no idea i mean definitely we'll stay in our life but i wonder if it's gonna stay in our life the same way that it 
is now how much can we blow it over how much can we like care about like celebrity culture and like for how long is that even real life you know like do we even really care about these things i'm worried we'll become obsessed i feel like that's like that that's what scares me is like now because you make like good points like how long can we keep doing this for like this is we're we're seeing like an uphill climb right now where everyone's just like this is it you know and like even actors who are like have been doing auditions and like putting their hard work and like are real deal actors like are now who don't have social media followings that yeah. this they devoted their life to their craft are now not getting the part to people with millions of followers just because they have millions of followers and their agents are now telling these actors like you need to get followers like this is this is how the industry's turning that's what's scary about it but i think it will get to a point where like people get tired out (laughs) once you watch a movie and you just know who every single person in the movie is it's gonna get to a point where you're like I want to see something new. I don't I don't know if celebrity culture will continue to live on forever. You know, celebrity culture is a pretty new like thing in like like society and human culture, especially to the amount that we have it now. When you said like I often think about like how my life was before all of this and like I do all the time. I like crave that feeling that I had before all of this and like before I had like Instagram and before I had like anything before like this like digital world that like I can go into for hours now existed and like I just lived here you know and like I didn't think about followers and like what people were doing everyone was on pause but now I can like see what everyone's doing and no one's on pause and it's just overstimulating me forever and ever and ever for every single day of my life like you don't take unless you're really taking a break you don't take a break off of that you don't it's like I think especially it's harder like if you also think of social media as some sort of like job like especially with modeling like usually social media comes hand in hand with it it's different for a lot of other people also because social media can also be a way to like kind of like let go of their everyday life and like look at something that isn't really relevant i think we also don't necessarily experience social media maybe the way that everybody does so it's kind of hard to tell i think we have like the harder aspects of it because we have like people leaving like mean comments and stuff like that so like we experience like more of like the turmoil of social media and then also to your point like it is technically our job so we can't fully like put it on the shelf and leave it because that's we can't do that we don't have that luxury so we kind of have like a more negative view on it than most people I've talked to but I I honestly think it's just we have a sped up yeah we are just I think so we're just 10 years ahead of everyone yeah like ahead of the masses yeah i think we can just see everything that under our own like umbrella i mean you kind of put it perfectly like we just like kind of like see it (laughs) and we're like no (laughs) and how it's gonna play out in terms of modeling does social media help you with modeling because it it definitely helps (laughs) oh yeah for sure for sure i mean i i wouldn't have been modeling like if i didn't have social media and i always wanted to model when i was younger but it the only reason I could really do it was because of social media. Did you and try before? I definitely tried. I lived in a small town always. Like, I never lived in a city, so it's not like I would have gotten, like, scouted somewhere. Like, I literally lived in a town with 30,000 people. Like, I wasn't going to get scouted there. Yeah. I got I got booked for my first job when I had... I, I got booked through social media. Mm-hmm. I had 80,000 followers, and I got my first, like job I remember I actually thought it that like they were pranking me 
because it was um it was for Yeezy. Eighty thousand followers wasn't that like it was a lot, but mm-hmm. I just like I had never gotten like like anything out mm-hmm. of social media. She sent it on my inbox on Tumblr. She was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, like are you pranking me? Like I was like. Um, this is, I literally responded like if you're pranking me like it's honestly just not even funny like <laughs> she was like no like I'm not I swear to God I could find the email she was like I'm not pranking you like it's a real job and then I flew here but I don't think I would have been modeling I'm not the skinniest I'm like I'm 5'8 but I'm not like super tall not enough to like someone stop me in the middle of the street it definitely helped and I'm super grateful for it, honestly, because I think it's such a fun way to like, even on social media, you can kind of like experiment. And even if you wouldn't have like a chance before, you can kind of showcase on your own social media and like, be like, no, people like I can really do this. Like, let me try. When you signed with an agency in in the States, did you have like, like, did were you? Did they ever tell you to like change things about yourself, like cut your hair or like don't wear like this kind of shit? Like I remember mine was like I had white nails, like I always had like really long white nails and Mm -hmm. hair to my waist. And I was so worried that they were going to like tell me to lose weight or like change my hair and change my nails, like my fucking hair and nails and get over it. But that was like the biggest deal to me at the time. And I wouldn't do it at 16. Really? No. (laughs) I I mean, it's honestly kind of good that you suit your ground (laughs) because when I was 16 and I got signed, like my agency was so harsh. They were like, you're fat. You have to lose (laughs) weight. Like they made me cut my hair to my they literally told me that I couldn't go out in the sun. And they were like, you can't be tan. And I was like, but I'm Indonesian. And they were like, <laughs> take <"You> just, that. <laughs> they were like, well, you just can't tan, really. Like, you should just, like, not go out in the sun. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I guess I'll stay inside this summer. It was, like, a legit thing. They made me dye my hair lighter. And they were, like, trying they, to whitewash you almost. Definitely in Spain, they would. Wait, this was in Spain? Yeah. Okay. That's um, interesting. Yeah. It definitely happened a lot in Spain. Like I just tanned really, really, like, fast and, like, a lot. I understand where they were coming from because I can look different pretty fast. I mean, I guess it makes sense. But I, I <laughs> honestly kind of thought it was, like, weird back in the day. I was like, well, it's kind of just, like, my genetics. It, like, they definitely made me do a lot of things when I was younger. They told me I couldn't wear makeup. I know they were just trying to like look out for me, but they were trying for me to be on like the mindset that I am now, you know? But I'm like, I'm 22 now. But I'm like, when I'm 16, I'm just starting to try out makeup. I want to have fun. Like you're like, you're just a kid when you're like starting out. Like now looking back on it, cause like now you can kind of see for what it is, you know? Like, especially like things like insecurities. I feel like I can tell like a lot better as I'm older. Like, wow. Like when I was 16, I didn't realize I was that gnarly about this and this and this. Mm -hmm. Like, can you see now things that you kind of carry with you through that? I mean, I definitely think eating and like body dysmorphia is a huge thing. I definitely like developed such insane body dysmorphia throughout the years. Like I can never tell what I look like. I just... I will never know what my body looks like. I just literally see myself in the mirror and like sometimes I see something, sometimes I see something different. It's so confusing. I actually wish agencies would just be straight up and be like, we actually ask girls to be skinny. And we like, I'm like, they should like fucking be honest about it, you know, because agencies do ask you to be skinny and sometimes just speak to like young girls in like such insane ways. And they're so young and it's so easy to like 
have that affect your mindset for so long. I've personally not had the healthiest like ways of being told that I had to look a certain way. Also too, like I think like part of what you're getting at is like that every girl, especially models, like have will go through at one point, even the naturally skinny ones, like some sort of eating disorder to a scale, right? Like whether you're being hospitalized for an eating disorder or whether you're we're getting your parents involved or whether it's for a couple months and like it's not that big of a deal but you're still it's still technically an eating disorder right yeah so it's such a big focal thing for girls like girls weight and girls put on weight faster than guys we have more like fat cells or whatever it is and then that we have the pressure of being girls and and your beauty is such a insane part of what you're supposed to bring to the guy and to the world and like whatever especially being a model it's like that's now everything like that's all we care about is like how pretty and skinny and whatever you are I don't think to your point like enough people talk about like how pretty much like every girl like model or not will at some point like consider like not eating this or like not eating this day or whatever it is just to fit this idea that like I'm like we just have the idea that we just have to be beautiful I just sometimes watch like the guys around me I'm like they don't they just like sometimes don't even think this way it is mostly for women and it's just because of how women have grown up in society and like these are things that like when you get older you realize and you like are like wait like why do I even care about this why do I even have feel like I have this responsibility to like be pretty you know like is that really my job? Like, I mean, for us, <laughs> we're like, uh. but like, you know, like I know that like a lot of women feel like this. Our, Cindy and I used to live together for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> and I remember like during that time you were like, it was like, I think during the time where you like realized that you were like hot with like a thick ass, you're like looking in the mirror, you're like, I'm thick and I like it. Like you were like, just like kind of like going through. Well, I actually slim thick. Honestly, I, I just had gone through such a bad eating disorder for like so long, like two, three years. And I think when you have an eating disorder, it sometimes it doesn't leave. It just turns into a different sort of eating disorder. Like I like wasn't eating before. And then I just started to obsessively eat like like, binge yeah I would just be obsessed with food and just make food because I think I just fell alone because I just had moved into like a new place and I just like was trying to like feel some sort of like fill a void yeah like then like I went through a whole year of that and then like I feel like eating disorders just are so hard to get rid of and honestly like I still even fight it today you just literally have like this whole like little thing that just like looks out to the whole world and you just put yourself out to the whole world so you just like put so much pressure on yourself and it's not necessarily like even if you have like a lot of followers I think it happens for anybody that's on social media because it just it it could be it your school. changes your yeah. perspective yeah. on like reality for me at least like I remember when I was like 15 being like I want to lose weight like to, and but I didn't know and I was so skinny like it was crazy but um and I remember like looking on tumblr like anorexic like oh, tumblr like spell yes oh, and like me. now like it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> but tumblr was like do you need like help? pro anorexic yeah. account yeah. what the fuck skinny is not like necessarily the answer you know like some people just are skinny and skinny is 
like perfect for them because yeah. they're just like naturally skinny. I think the goal just like should be to be healthy. Back in the day, like the sexy thing was being curvier, you know, mm-hmm. like society goes through like trends, m- trends and like women just have to like apply themselves to it and just totally. like, I mean, they don't have to, but like we've been taught that like that's kind of If you like, want to be desired. Yeah, yeah. that's like just kind of like like the thing yeah of course like the ideal is like you want to be healthy like not skinny like skinny doesn't mean healthy and for a lot of people it it means the exact opposite like very unhealthy eating habits like torturing yourself every day to like not eat or whatever it is or eat a very small amount and like work it off but yeah you want to be healthy there's i think there's a lot of moving elements now of why it's so hard to be like thin now and not to say that's like the end all be all but like because like everything's processed and it's so easy to get like shitty food and like back in the day like in the day day portion sizes were a quarter of the size as they are now like there's there's and so we're dealing with all these like different categories over 100 years ago everyone was naturally thinner right yeah everyone i mean i don't guys and girls necessarily it i think i think your body has a lot to do with your uh like just genetics i definitely think that like at least what i've been realizing i i think a lot of the things that we deal with every day are product of like capitalism and consumerism and like we don't really realize like definitely like the portions especially in america are just so huge like in spain we really we don't eat like big dinners like we do here well it's on their their agenda and capitalism in general to keep everyone especially girls because girls are 80 percent of sales home sales like that it's 80 percent like the woman in the houses tends to be the shopper of the house so it's in their best interest to keep them insecure yeah genuinely yeah so they keep buying things that will make them not insecure yeah i mean society just convinces you that you need a certain thing but you don't (laughs) actually but usually eating disorders can also be a lot about control and just wanting control over something like i remember like sometimes i would go out with my boyfriend and like eat whatever and it was like in front of me and like i hadn't been eating that much so i was like oh my god like i'm gonna eat everything and then the day after, I would just feel so guilty and, like, be like, I just shouldn't eat, you know? Like, that's not normal. I actually remember I would always tell my boyfriend, like, I was like, I I think I have an eating disorder. And he would be like... <laughs> You're like, I need to get this off my chest. But he would be like, but you eat so much. And I would be like, no, but I eat so much with <laughs> you. And then I don't. I see that a lot, actually. Like, that exact thing you're talking about, yeah. which is, like people eating like in front of people and then as soon as they're not with anyone they like starve themselves yeah. i think that's actually probably the most common eating disorder yeah. i see is exactly what you're talking about yeah i definitely did that for like a long time and then i would like seek out help and people would be like but i feel like you're fine <laughs> you know and i'd be like okay <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> whatever so how did you kind of like get to a point where you're like i'm i'm over this and i think when i started going to therapy i like just learned more about myself and like the things that i accident like not accidentally but like unconsciously do once you learn about the things that you have building up under it doesn't necessarily like take them away like you might still deal with them but at least you know that they're there i think it's good to like have peace with like your toxic traits because then you can control them and you can not let them like get bigger over even quarantine i think i just developed like a higher sense of like 
myself and like what I need. Is that through therapy or through a bunch of things? I got up to a really bad place like last year and I was like, oh, like I really need therapy. And now I'm like, oh, like everyone needs therapy, you know, <laughs> like I literally like convince everyone. I'm like, you know, like you just need to do therapy. <laughs> like, trust me. Or like, you just need to journal. Like, trust me, just start a journal. And like, does journaling help you? Journal helps me so much. Just becoming self-aware and like just kind of like being like I think introspection is so important because the more you know yourself better, the more that you can like treat other people fairly, the more you're going to understand about other people. Sometimes you don't really have a problem with a person and like you just like have a problem with like a certain thing they do that reminds you of something that you, like I don't know. You I do think or like, your parent does yeah, and it can like, go I so far like introspection just helps you like also be less angry at like the world and I used to be really hard on myself even if I like did something that I didn't think was right and then I'd be like oh fuck like I just messed up you know like I like yeah like I was just not dealing with something and then it turned into like like something bad yeah I mean it's, it's like the difference between like being a prisoner of your mind or like the gatekeeper and like you can like really control and you know what's going on like yeah. you are in control of how you feel and how you react and like certain anxieties will still be there but it's like and it's not to say like they always like you can take them away but like you'll know what to do when they come yeah like exactly you literally it's have a so handle on it yeah. yeah and you can navigate life so much better and your relationship sh- so yeah. much better if you just know what the fuck is going on yeah. inside of yourself over quarantine like what things were you doing to kind of tap into yourself i i honestly created habits for myself because i realized i'm a really anxious person and i used to think that like i just had to like be messy in order to be creative i was like <laughs> if i like am like a put together person it will mess up my creativity and then i was like i realized that i was just living in my own mess and i just <laughs> wasn't being creative because i was just like never knew what was going on <laughs> you know yeah, i think therapy was also like a really good thing because like i don't have family here and having someone that like I can rely on and like talk to and not feel judged was like so good. I literally was like like in the worst place mentally that I have ever been during co- quarantine. No, like right before. I just was doing really really bad and like like I almost got put in psych ward and like bad in like what sense? Like just like a lot of anxiety or like I like just was really depressed and like I would get to a point where I would just like convince myself that there was just no point for me to keep going. And like it got to a point where I was like, I think that I need to like go to a psychologist. Like, why, why do you think like what kind of things were triggering that in you? Like what? I think it was a lot of my childhood. I just generally was like really, really scared of like ending up in the same place. Like, do you um, think that fear came because like you now like had a glimpse of like something more? So you're like, I can't, like, lose this because what if? Like, is that why? I don't think necessarily because I was still pretty happy. I just hadn't really realized a lot of the things that happened in my childhood. Sometimes your brain just, like, kind of, like, puts things to a corner because you can't really deal with them. Like, I was dealing with a parent with addiction, and I just didn't really know. Well, I knew, but, like, I was kind of in denial of it. After being alone, like, it started hitting me, and it just made me be in such a bad place and then like I started therapy and like meditation and therapy literally like like changed my life I just was really scared of life you know like I just was I thought life was really scary 
And I just was thinking of, I was just thinking of my past and like how scary it was. It's like a fear that I deal with like all the time. To who you are now and like obviously we're not finished products, but like how do you become like a happier individual? Getting to know yourself really good, like really well, just is going to help you in so many different ways. I think definitely what you were saying about like following like whatever dreams you have is a big, big thing. And I think, I mean, I hopefully can get through that, you know? How often do you meditate? I used to do it every day. I haven't been doing it as often now, but just like the way that you breathe, just automatically like takes your anxiety away like I remember the first time I meditated I went outside and I meditated I used to do this thing where I would like play music be on my phone be watching like I would have so many things going on for some reason (laughs) and then that day I was like why do I do that like I literally (laughs) was like what am I doing and I just stayed quiet the entire day like I literally wasn't on my phone like I wasn't watching tv I wasn't listening to music I just enjoy the silence and like it like it's not like the happiest thing that has ever happened to me but it's interesting to like see how like calm I felt that day and like how I didn't feel the need to like have all these different things like you just wanted to be bored with your thoughts you know like that's like the one thing like the digital age it's like taken away boredom completely and there's such a like beauty to it because you can sit with your thoughts and just reflect and like no one does that anymore at all like even when you wake up in the morning like you take your phone to like the bathroom or like you just are never bored ever yeah it's like a very weird that much time with yourself I think alone time is so important Mm -hmm. honestly like I love being alone Mm -hmm. and I love like just knowing myself really well if you carry on your life just continuously like on your phone on your computer with your friends doing this on the tv listening to music listening to podcasts whatever it is you're never you're gonna forget to to take time alone and and figure out who the hell you are and like what why you're anxious and why you lashed out at your friend and why you're jealous and why you can't seem to be like be the better version of yourself like you really need to take the time out of your day to or your week whatever to just be alone and like shut it all off and like just think for a second like actually really I like something I hope you guys take away from this is like actually like to your point like spend time alone because the if you really want to change who you are and like become a better more evolved human being it for me and seems to be with you like and a lot of other people a a huge portion of that is being alone with your thoughts and figuring it out who you are like yeah just take an hour out of it and just like be bored and reflect yeah because I think it's hard honestly like to like kind of fight the like temptation of like going on your phone nowadays like being real like it's hard to like just be like oh no like I'm just gonna be bored so I think journaling is a good way to like force yourself to like be like no like I'm going to just think right now you're literally like writing it down so like you're not doing anything else and you're just following one train of thought. Sometimes I'll be journaling and like beginning of journaling, I would have been like mad about one thing. And then like, as I'm like journaling, I'm like, well, it probably happened because of this and like, because of this. And then I'll like be like, oh, like I'm not even angry anymore. And if I hadn't journaled, I probably would have stayed angry at it. You yeah. Know? Uh, so I think journaling is just like such a good way to like spend a little time with like 
your thoughts i don't journal because like i i tried to journal my mom did but one thing i did try which is really similar was like video diaries yeah a lot of people do that or like people like record like themselves talking Talking, and it's like a thing no totally and like it helps you so much you know no it like one of the most important tools to have is be 100 percent honest with yourself like oh like i just said that because i was insecure like don't say it's because of the other person like that's not the truth like really you have to be so brutally honest and like take away no ego like with yourself well the good thing is even if you don't like even if you lie when you're lying and it's only you it feels like a lie you know (laughs) like you're like it's not really like that Mm -hmm. so like you even if you lie about it you know the truth and you end up like learning yeah you work things out like as you mm-hmm. said like i i've been like vid- i've done video diaries where i'm like starting and then i like bring up like a boy or something and then i'm like oh like you don't really like it. yeah <laughs> like, like i'll literally figure it so out many things about <laughs> yourself We're like oh my god i can't believe it or it's like or I, I come to the conclusion of like i need to let this friend go when i didn't know that before i started the video diary yeah i was just mad or i was just like hurt or upset and then like i'll talk to myself on photo booth for like 10 minutes and then and it will just pour out of you because you don't even realize it's like you there you want it to pour out of you and when yeah. you give yourself the permission to do it whether it's recording yourself on photo booth or it's like you're writing it down like yeah. once you give yourself the permission it like blows out of you like you can't even help it yeah and you didn't realize it's you had like so you're much your to say. own therapist yeah, honestly totally, like you're just like totally. talking to yourself and you're not going to judge yourself and even if you like do like the other part of you knows the truth (laughs) so it's like there's not really a way you can work around it yeah like you can have amazing friends but like you can't say everything to like everyone and like sometimes you just don't want to you know and like it's so good to like be like have the ability to be your own best friend because at the end of the day like it's only gonna make you a better friend to know yourself better you know like it's only made me a better friend I just won't ever like do anything out of like insecurity or anything like that because I have a grasp on like how I feel, what my insecurities are. A hundred percent, because you you're literally leveling up for yourself yeah. and for other people. Like I I remember I have one video diary that I rewatched the other day that was like a year old and it was literally like just being so honest and I was just like I just like want to be like a better person for like the person that I end up with, like in my, with my, who I end up with, like marrying, like, and then I was like going back on the video and I was like, is that bad? Like, should I not want to improve myself? Like, should I completely want to improve myself for myself? I was like, is it bad that I'm like, oh, like you should improve yourself for the person that you're going to be with. But like, I, it's a symptom of what happens when you improve yourself. Well, I don't think wanting to be better for other people is necessarily a bad thing. I think uh, I've actually been reading a lot about individualism, which is like actually like a new thing mm-hmm. from humans. And like humans are empathetic, loving like beings. You don't need to like only want to be good for yourself. I think being good to other people also feels good for yourself. I know that I feel the best when I feel like I'm being kind to other people. It like at the end of the day, like we have some sort of sense of like community and connection. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Yeah. To like want to be better. Yeah. For other people. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just like more like I think like growing up, like I made such a point of like I want to be like the best version of myself, like for 
the guy I end up marrying. Like I've always said that to myself as like a young, yeah. And so like, I've always said that to myself as like a young girl of like, you need to be, and like, I don't like this part of me. Cause like, I want to be like a pro, like feminist, like whatever. But that's like such a strong vein I've had of in myself. Feminism isn't only like, Oh, I want to be as strong as like, I'm like, (laughs) feminism can be about whatever. I honestly think feminism should be about whatever, whatever you want and feeling no shame in whatever you want. Like, honestly, I'm like, if some girl wants to, like, marry a guy for money, I'm like, <laughs> then do whatever you want, honestly. Like, That's I'm like, like girls should just exchange. do whatever yeah. they want. I'm like, we've had enough of, like, doing whatever anybody else wanted. I don't think it's, a, like, necessarily, a, like, an anti-feminist, like, idea to, like, want to be better for other people especially because it's like someone you love I know it's not like ultimately hurting anyone yeah I just was like maybe maybe I should like to your point like be think more individual more just for myself but that's not realistic it's not I don't even think I personally don't like thinking like that you know I like thinking outwards as well and like being empathetic and I think it's always always like rewarding I think also when you spend a lot, I know that you like spending time alone because I know when we live together, like you like <laughs> spending time alone. I think like once you spend time alone, you're not like gossiping about whatever's happening in the moment or like, <laughs> you know, you're having like real ass conversations with yourself. Yeah. And I think it makes you more likely to like want to like keep going those types of conversations. Yeah. It's interesting that both you and I do versions of that because it's not like a common thing, you know, girls mm-hmm. like, well, journaling. Yeah, that's like been around for centuries. I feel like it's almost like specific types of people, like like the fact that you had a Tumblr as well. Like what kind of things do you feel like Tumblr kind of brought you? Because there is a specific type of person that makes a tumblr i've noticed have you noticed that too yeah it's not everyone and like i noticed that like even if some people have like i think you and i use tumblr more in like the same type of way yeah totally but then i have friends and i'm like oh what's your tumblr and then i'll I'll see their tumblr i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) oh never mind i'm scared (laughs) of you (laughs) i'm like i think we like talking and i think honestly (laughs) i what i see i know i like tumblr because i love my inbox and i love people asking me questions and making me think inwards, you know, and making me be like, yeah, like, why am I into this? Or why do I like this? Like, just questioning myself. And I feel like you do the same thing. I yeah. Like, I read your Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, so, like, I feel like that's definitely why we both like spending time alone. Yeah. We probably just like getting to know ourselves better. I think that and then like also too like having like a sense of community with people that like get you you know yeah like I think that's like like a strong desire that's in both of us of like wanting to be around like like like-minded people that want to have conversations you know I also think like like the people that like I get on tumblr and like twitter like I just feel like they're so similar to me like yeah if you were even like looking at the my tumblr it's what i would be looking at if i wasn't yeah. me, you know 100%. so i'm like we're i just i generally feel like i'm best friends with everybody on my tumblr and everybody on my twitter when i journal <laughs> i literally i actually like have like this rule that i made for myself which is like i write down what i'm gonna do that day what i feel grateful for what i am that day and i'll just be like oh like i'm kind loving and i'll just like manifest it but, like, I literally write down every single day, like, 
my Twitter followers. <laughs> like, I'll just be like, I just think they're my best friends. Like, I just literally yeah. like they are. Well, because it's like a, it's just people who understand you, who aren't going to judge you, who are like, to your point, like, like us. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we would have been them had we not been in this position. Like, yeah. I would have definitely been following a girl's Tumblr and like asking questions. Yeah. And like, been so in it because like, those are, there's so I'm like, I know because I looked at your Tumblr. You know, <laughs> like, I'm like, I literally would like scroll through your Tumblr and be like, even like, <laughs> Even if I knew you, like, I'd just be like, let's see what Charlotte's saying. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is she <laughs> And I do this with, like, anybody that, like, like kind of, like, likes talking like that. It honestly was really easy when I would do it outside of, like, my old house. Because, like, feeling, like, the grass and, like, feeling the sun. I also feel like spending time in nature is, like, so important for, like your mental health and I think like sometimes I just I didn't even realize and I think people forget because we've just like created those like little boxes that we live in we do forget to have a relationship with nature and like if someone yeah. told me like to have a relationship with nature like five years ago to I, I literally would me, be like I actually I love <laughs> staying in my room like I used to be like I just like I used to take pride yeah. in the fact that, that I, I didn't never, like yeah, nature or whatever it was proud of it. and now I look back and I'm like you were so, what type yeah. of like I'm quirky and different type of girl was I? Um, sometimes like I'll just be on the verge of like an anxiety attack or a panic attack and like I'll just go outside and be like, oh, like, yeah, it's not that serious. You know, you're reminded how small your problems are and like yeah. how how like I'll go to the park for a really long time often like at least once a week to, to ground myself. It's like my version of therapy and meditation. Yeah. Cause I don't meditate. Like I'll go to the park for a couple hours alone. And like, that's my version of yeah. meditating. And it just, re- it reminds me like in those moments and like, you literally couldn't have paid me to do this years ago, but then I suddenly wanted to start doing this. And it just reminds me how, how, how like beautiful life is yeah. almost. And like how to not, like take things so serious and like not none of this matters the things that you're like stressing and anxious about it just helps you be, be present yeah, you know like, it like look where you are like you're yeah. on this like like stop fucking thinking about all yeah. this it doesn't matter like you're just be appreciative and be happy and like be be thankful for like where you are and you can be here and stand here and walk here like just yeah. be thankful for that yeah i think like all of those things like meditation uh like being in nature, like all of those different things just help you be present and realize like you are in the present moment. You're not in like the situation that you are thinking about in the past or like the possible situation you're thinking about in the future. You're just here right now. It's really hard, especially today in like a world of social media when like things from the past are so easily accessible and like you just think about the future. Uh, But like, it's so important to like have something that helps you like remember to be present. It sounds so cliche, but like it's yeah. like the past is literally gone and tomorrow yeah. is not here yet and you just have right now. Cliches are real. They're Cliches all are real. so real. The more I grow up, I'm like, oh, like, oh wow. God, I, they're real. I'm like, it might be coming a uh live, laugh, love, like, type <laughs> woman. Like, the corniest person ever, but, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm definitely, of. like, becoming a stereotype. It's, like, <laughs> like, my whole childhood, I try so hard to, like, <laughs> just, like, not be any stereotype. I'm, like, I'm definitely, like, a hippie now. <laughs> Dude, there's been times where, like, like, last year, I was, like, I'm literally becoming a hippie, and I got so worried. I was, like, no, you need to, like, there was points where I was, like, I'm leaving everyone. I'm going to tell everybody, like, <laughs> everybody i'll be like 
you know what? Like, I just like, <laughs> I just don't want to participate in society. It's just, I just think it's so scary. Like, I'm like, why do we have to do this? And I'm like, I like literally get into like, my mom thinks that I am like completely <laughs> off the deep end. Cause I'll just be like, well, like sometimes she'll tell me things. I'm like, well, I just think that's a social construct. And she'll be like, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> she's like, I mean, it's still real. I'm like, yeah, but it was invented. <laughs> so I'm like, is it? I think that's growing up. The more I think about it, I'm like, so like, is growing up just realizing that like, like there's just like a system through everything. You're just like kind of in the middle of it. I mean, that's part of it is like, is realizing kind of, or like growing awareness to like the system that you're in, but then also making peace with it and like seeing like not only the negatives, but also the benefits. So you don't go yeah. insane. Cause like you can just want to die. If you just think of all the negatives that like this sort of society has given you in this sort of society, like even capitalism, like I could go on about how terrible it is. And like, yeah, to a certain extent, absolutely. That's true. Yeah. But like, I can't, like, this is an example. I can't fixate on all the things that are, like, people shit on, like, America even and, like, just how bad it is. But I'm, like, it's a, it's also a really good country and it's it's given a lot of opportunity to a lot of people. Like, I, I think it's I think it's important for, for everyone, not just in those categories, but just to, to look at the positive, the negative for what it is and also look at the positive for what it is. So you have, yeah. like, that, I to me, is part of growing up is, like, not picking a lane that best suits your your own agenda and like really looking at things truthfully and like then making wise decisions beyond that but back to like presence and going outside and like how it's hard during social media era like I think that it's really important especially now because like we we talked about how how hard it is to detached from this digital world and like I think our advice to that is like go outside yeah and, like, like take time walk outside yourself. like yeah. take take a walk every day yeah and like Without I your phone. D- like honestly like it's really that simple <laughs> and I'm like wow <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe life isn't that like complicated <laughs> we literally have like all the answers to make our lives so much easier and we just like choose to do them when we figure them out but like it's, that's it's definitely like- <laughs> hard because like I think we've just like forgotten kind of you just have to learn what works for you and just learn to like a way that you can feel present well, thank you thank for you coming so much. on my podcast. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. And bye. Bye. <laughs>